What's up, people? It's a brand new MMA Roasted podcast right now. We got two this week. I'm here with the Ween Dog. Has it been here in a while? Because you've been. Uh, what, what have you been doing? Uh, I, th- I think this one's the one that works, by the way. Oh, this one doesn't yeah, yeah. work. No, that All one right. works. That one's plugged in. All right, cool. I see. All right, you awesome. been abroad studying? No, you haven't. Abroad? Yeah, no, I have. I've just been uh, studying. My college career is almost done. Really? Yeah, dude. I've been uh, trying to get my bachelor's degree for like six years now. It's taking forever, but it's almost done, dude. Congratulations, man. Yep, and then I'm going to go get my master's degree in mass communication, and that's going to take another 15 years to complete. Really? I don't know. Master's just... in communication? Don't you have a podcast? Isn't that... Well, I want to be official. You know, maybe one of these big uh, movie studio companies needs a... Uh, master communicator or, or whatever it is any big company netflix if you're looking for a master communicator you know call the ween master baiter yeah anyway uh listen well, it's good to have you back man i'm glad to be back i'm like in a famous movie set now dude this what, is what do you the, th- uh, oh right here yeah this is where you from the pilot for uh pinned right Absolutely. yes we are in my garage yeah. because my uh my mother-in-law is here for the week because it's spring break she's a teacher which is great because she's giving me a little bit like even last night, I you know I got up at seven in the morning. My baby had to go to the doctor, so she she has a virus. Oh she, no! I have a stomach virus. We have the same stomach virus. Oh, I'm glad I'm here, full of a bunch uh, of viruses. No problem. And then uh, <laughs> then we did. And then I was up all day. Then we had the podcast. Uh-huh. I had the podcast at like six, and then I got an audition for Young and the Restless. Which oh, that's a good show, dude. I didn't even go because it was like six foot two, hunky twenty five year old. Oh, like, you should have called me, dude. I seriously. <laughs> My wife's like, you want to borrow my platform? I'm like, no, thank you very much. Um, my her platform shoes, uh-huh. and then it, then I had uh, the dime bar, which went really well last night. Then I had judged the roast battle. It was me, um, Jeff Ross. Uh, it was it was it was really good actually. Um, cool. Alex Hooper, and uh, it it was it was awesome. And um, yeah, so that was that was awesome. I I was judging the roast battle, which was and uh, Michael, uh, slip my name right now. Um, Take a stop. This uh, Michael uh, uh, Mike Lawrence, yeah, the guy's a very good comic. Mike he Lawrence won the Rose Battle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The original he, yeah. one. Yeah, he was also the judge. Uh, so that was cool. But I, I, you know, I took an Adderall to stay up because I was up since seven in the morning, uh-huh. and I already take Adderall during the day. And I took, I drank like three Red Bulls, so I was Adderall's wired. Awesome, huh? Yeah, yeah it helps me, it helps me focus. But I couldn't. I got back to my bed. And at like one in the morning, and I was I was nervous because I haven't you know those guys are sharp you know, and I had to be, kind of be I, I did really well as a judge. I had to come up with jokes on the fly. It was yeah. it was great. It was actually great. Like there was a trans there was a woman that was transitioning to a man versus like cholo rapper, and I was like oh you know you're a really scary dude, and then there's the rapper you know like I was I was just <laughs> you know I was I was killing it That's on so the roast funny, dude. There was a Native American girl, and we kept making Native American jokes. I'm like look with all due reservation, you know like I was just you know. Anyway, so I, I said it better on the show, but yeah, it, it, it was funny. fun. So that was that was cool. But I didn't get. So I got home at one thirty in the morning, and then I come home and my baby couldn't sleep. So my wife has her in the bed, and the dog is like wants to cuddle next to her. And then there's the three cats. So now I'm in like the corner of the bed, having to like shield the dog away from the baby, like half asleep. I woke up every hour. It was so I didn't get much Whoa. sleep. So I'm happy that my, my mother in law is there because I actually slept in a little bit. Is Violet a year old yet? Or is she almost a year? She's eight months. Eight, eight months. She's yeah. getting there. My nephew, he's about to turn two. And it's crazy. They get to a point where they grow so rapidly and evolve so rapidly in their speech and oh, yeah. motor functions. It's kind of scary. It's like, it's like, oh my gosh, dude. Well, Did the first three that? months, she couldn't laugh. Like, babies can't laugh at the first three months. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. I thought it was bombing constantly. <laughs> and then I finally made her laugh because I told her a really good rape joke. Yeah, and, okay. Uh, okay, so anyway. <laughs> listen, people. I got to talk to you about naturesoilsonline.com, okay? Because they are the best CBD you're going to get. A lot of people are hesitant to try hemp-derived CBD oil because they just don't know where to start. There are so many different products and brands. Hard to know which product's right for you, how much to take, when to take it, how to know if you're getting too much, all right? But this family-owned business, family-owned, you got to support the families, okay? They not only provide the highest quality U.S.-grown hemp-derived CBD products, but they also give personal guidance on choosing the right product and finding a dose that works for you. 
Their hemp is grown in the U.S. without the use of pesticides and is mixed with organic MCT coconut oil. Each batch is third-party lab tested for potency and purity, and the results are posted on their website. They have a variety of products, including full-spectrum or whole-plant hemp oil extract, hemp-derived isolate tinctures, hemp and emu oil pain balm, which I need, and full-spectrum CBD dog chews. And when I tell you I give this up to my dog, my dog is so much happier and friendlier and more relaxed, okay? All their products are available on www.naturesoilsonline.com and include free shipping within the continental U.S. Call them directly and ask questions at 469-525-3131 as a special offer for listeners of the show. Nature's Oils is offering a 10% discount of their already reasonable prices, okay? When calling out a line or enter a mention, discount code ADAM10 to get 10% off, okay? Check them out. It's uh, Michelle and Christian, really nice people. Also, speedweed, marijuana is legal in the U.S. Uh, not in the U.S., in California. It should be all in the U.S. Yeah. But in California, they will deliver it right to you. Okay, don't go to the dispensary and wait online for six hours and gas is through the roof. And it's a whole thing. And you run into your neighbor and they're like, oh, you smoke weed too? And now they got to talk to them. <laughs> or your boss who now thinks you're stoned all the time. Forget about that. Get it delivered. They will deliver it right to you. They have marijuana coffee, marijuana, regular marijuana. They have the best eighths. They have marijuana chewing dip. They have CBD stuff. They have breath sprints, they, uh, breath uh, strips. They have whatever you need. They have stuff for your dog. They, they have the best stuff you can think of, okay? Check them out at speedweed.com. Follow them online at speedweed. They will go right to you, and they're good people. This guy, Gino, takes care of comics, takes care of fighters, just a great person, okay? And they will get it right to you. Mention roast, you get $10 off, $100 or more. Roasted, uh, you get $10 off. Great people. And listen, people, okay? I got to tell you about something I'm, I'm involved with now, okay? Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N. If you want to support the podcast, right, and you actually enjoy what we're doing here. So, guys, go to rockfin.com forward slash users forward slash Adam Hunter. That's rockfin.com forward slash users, forward slash Adam Hunter. And you get the podcast. I'm going to put a video up every day, heckler videos, stand-up videos, videos of shows. I, I will, it, it's, it helps me, okay? You want to help the podcast? This is what you do. Support me. And because uh, they have other people involved, Nick Diaz has a channel. You get all his, his videos. Ben Askren has a channel. Get his videos, okay, which you can't get unless you pay $10. But for, my ten, for the $10 to support the podcast, you get everyone's, okay? It's like Patreon, but you're not only supporting one person. You're getting everyone's stuff, okay? Go to uh, R-O-K-F-I-N forward slash Adam, uh, rockfin.com forward slash Adam Hunter. Okay, you got to say uh, endorse me. You got to go endorse Adam Hunter. It's $10 a month. Cancel anytime, And you're really going to help me and help the podcast. So all you guys, and t- tell you what, if you, if you show me that you endorse me, okay, send me a screenshot. I will send you an M.A. Rosa t-shirt, okay? That's how confident I am, all right? So normally t-shirts 20 bucks. You're getting it for $10, okay? Well, $10 a month, but you can no, cancel if you want to screw me. But anyway, yeah. so $10, okay? Rockfin forward slash Adam Hunter. Screenshot me that you did it. And if you live in England or something, I'll still send it to you, okay? Mm-hmm. So if you want to support the podcast, go to rockfin.com forward slash Adam Hunter. I'll throw in a free M.A. Rose t-shirt. I'll even sign it. I'm going to sign it. I'll sign it, okay? But that's how you support me. So what's going on with you? It's actually really cool. It's very generous of you to send people t-shirts just for sending you a screenshot. Uh, I got it. I can, can I just text you my screenshot? Uh, and, uh, yes. All right. all right, cool. Thanks, dude. Yes, absolutely. So what's going on with you, man? Man, I've been having a really uh, freaky past few months, dude, with my girlfriend. Just, you know, our, our sex life is evolving and getting, you know, more intense and expansive. We're trying new things, trying new stuffs, and, you know, it's getting very, very interesting. What are you, what are you, what are you trying? <clears throat> well, you know, when we first started, you know, I've been talking about this relationship for the past year now. It's because we've now been together for a year. And, you know, when we first started, we said, oh, she's a virgin. I'm working my way in. And then eventually, I, you know, I slid in there. And then, you know, I closed the deal. But now it's like, you know, from my previous stories, I'm a freaky dude. I like crazy stuff. <laughs> and I'm, I'm very sick in the head, dude, you know. Like, what do you mean? Kind Sexually. Of, what do you mean crazy stuff? Uh, well, like from what I talked about before, like when I, uh, you know. No, but like with your girl, what do you want that like is, she would think is crazy? 
Well, luckily for me, she doesn't think anything that I want is crazy. <laughs> so what are you, you like anal? Oh, yeah. You've been, so you, this girl's a virgin. Yeah. And you're already doing anal with her. Every single time we make love. Wait. <laughs> yeah. What, do you, so you, you just start off with the anal? Yeah, sometimes we just do anal and that's it. You don't even go right for the vagina? No. That's a little strange. And it's kind of weird because she wants me to wear a condom in the vagina, but not in the butt hole ass. She, she told you this? Yeah, no, I asked her too. I said, Can I, do I have to wear a condom in the butt? Because, you know, there's, there's like no risk of getting anything or you can't get pregnant, you know? So I just don't wear a condom. I think there is risk of things in the butt, by the way. Uh, but I thought that's <laughs> like, you have to have like open wounds in there. And it has to be uh, you might want to Google that. I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't work for, mm-hmm. you know, Planned Parenthood, but you yeah. might want to Google, can I get an STD by having sex with a girl in the butt? It's pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, I'm very, very good at seducing women and like smooth talking them and... Get, get but if she's a virgin, I don't think you have to worry. You know, yeah, I'll be not a virgin no more. I'm very, very manipulative to get uh, girls or just people in general. I mean, more, more likely girls. What do you mean you're manipulative? Like, you know, if I, in, se- in sexual terms. Like, yeah. I want you to, you know, lick my balls and stick your finger in my ass. So they might be hesitant at first, but eventually I will, you know, manipulate them into thinking it's okay. Like, like what do you say? You know, I just say, you know, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it all the time. No big deal. That's manipulative? It's pretty, it's pretty manipulative, dude. You know, so, I, now I, you, so, now, so now you're sticking your, 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 your penis in her butt. Yeah, all right, the time. All the time. Yeah. Like every time you hang out with it. I mean, yeah. And uh, I got a, a sex toy on Amazon. You know, sometimes you're up at like three o'clock in the morning on Amazon and you're like very, very hazy and half asleep. You just like, he's like, you don't give a fuck about how much anything costs or anything. You just buy it, add it to your cart and buy it. It's like, yeah, oh, I'll get this in the morning. Cool. Order this butt plug. It's a vibrating <laughs> butt plug, dude. And I know Amazon, they have the dimensions of everything when you buy it, an item description. I didn't yeah. really read the dimensions. Right. So I finally get it in the mail two days later and I find out that this thing is like, Six inches long, like four inches wide. It's freaking massive, dude. This thing and, is huge. And you use it on her? Oh yeah, but the thing is, it's like two, it's like uh, kind of like two sex toys in one because it has it has like a slot in the butt plug where you put a vibrating like dildo inside of it, and so you can take that out and like put the batteries in it. Wait, so you wait, so you're putting a butt plug in her yeah. and a dildo? Well, it's like a dildo inside of a butt plug. Wow, it vibrates. So yeah. how big is her butt right now? It's pretty big. So I even told her, I'm like, I actually felt bad. I'm like, you know what? We're, we're like. We're doing anal and, you know, analingus and, you know. An- What's anal- analingus? Analingus, like cunnilingus, but it's like. You're licking her butt, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and she's totally wiped. She uses baby wipes. You're sure that, like, everything's clean? Oh, no, there's no preparation beforehand. <laughs> sometimes it's, like, after work. It's been a long day. It's like, you know, we just, I don't give a fuck about that either. Doesn't right? smell at all back there? No. It's, I mean, it's very, very surprising that it doesn't. And, yeah. You know, it's no big deal. And she wants to go into my ass, and I told her that's that's kind of a big deal. Why? I want to go down there, dude. Why is it a big deal? Two hundred and ten pounds. I don't freaking. It's all hairy. It's swampy. It's disgusting. <laughs> uh, but I said, but you know, if we go in the shower, you can. No big deal. And we, that's what we did. We went into the shower together for the first time the other night. Wait, she? How do you know she wants to go in your butt? Because she told me, and she's always trying to finger my ass. And then what do you do? I just, I, well, first of all, it's very ticklish down there, so I'm always <laughs> laughing whenever she tries to do it. My wife does the same thing sometimes. It's I, very, very I, I'm like, get out of there. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, I tried to get her to shove the, uh, the, the dildo vibrator butt. Up plug. your butt? Yeah. Why, butt. why would you want it up your butt? Because it's hot, dude. I don't give a shit about that. I remember I have a video out there of me fingering my own ass, sending that girl on Bumble. But why do you, why would you, what's, what's hot about having a dildo I up really your ass? I really want to see what it feels like. To have your prostate massaged, massaged, moustache, yeah, with a mustache up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, massage. Apparently, that's like the best feeling for a dude. Uh, yeah, but this girl's nineteen years old. No, she's tw- twenty-one. Twenty-one, right? And, you, and, and you're the first guy. Yeah, yeah. You don't think maybe you're ruining her, or maybe she's gonna I mean, be for everybody else. I probably, I mean, I'm probably gonna marry her too. So you better. Uh, yeah. Um, because I feel like... Uh, Maybe put a ring on the dildo when it's up her ass. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this has been like a, like a big science experiment. And it's like, uh, you know, like in fifth grade when your teacher gives you a, like an egg and you're supposed to raise it and then it hatches and it turns into a chicken. Yeah. And then you raise the chicken. Well, that never happened, no. I, 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 don't, I mean, I saw no. that on Trailer Park Boys. But yeah, <laughs> it's like that. I'm like watching her evolve into this dirty freak and she's like sort of joining the dark side, dude, of the ween. You know, she literally, yeah, she's she's joining my dark side. Dude. Yeah, it's like she started as this very nice Catholic, you know, girl, very sweet, very innocent. And her uh, parents home, were you doing this? Uh, no, but uh, no, that's like where she draws a line. She's like, I don't want to do anything with my parents. I don't want to. That's caught. the line right there. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to do anything either. I mean, I want finger blaster. She might finger blast me. She might suck my dick. But <laughs> there's no like, inter, you know, sexual intercourse while her parents are at home. 
uh, which is a rule, you know, I can understand. That's a good rule, yeah. If her parents walk in. Uh, with you having a dildo up her ass? Yeah, I mean. What, what do you think would happen? I mean, I try to hide it with like a pillow or a blanket. Uh, but if they found out that she had a big dildo in her ass. So how close is she to getting the dildo up your butt? Is she pretty close? I got to Well, see, the thing is, I'm not trained. I'm not anally trained like she is. So, you know, I've been training <laughs> And I'm not anally trained because I don't train myself. I don't really like. I mean, every now every now and then in the shower, I shove a finger in my ass. No big deal. <laughs> what? I mean, just to, you know, try it out. <laughs> Why are you fingering your ass in the shower? I'm not fingering my ass. My you just said you were. Ass. Yeah, I mean, not really. I mean, kinda. But um, her the 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 butt plug thing is so massive and so big. And it's I mean, it's, I, you know, when I was here, how old are you? Twenty two. I'm twenty three. I think I might when I was trying to maybe think of it. Well, maybe once. But you're doing it on like a, reg- a regular basis? Yeah, I, mean, I only shower a couple of times a week. So <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, no, only a couple of times a week. I'm not going all the way up there. I'm just going up to the first knuckle. It's no big deal. You're putting a knuckle, knuckles deep up your no, own like butt? The first like finger knuckle, like that. Like, the, like right under. <laughs> and like, on a regular basis, you're doing this? I mean, like, I only shower like two times a week. So like, a couple of times a week. <laughs> Why do you only shower two I don't times know, a week? I'm too busy. Do I got, I got school in the don't morning? Do you do jujitsu five times a week? I mean, I haven't been to jujitsu in a bit, but yeah. Um, and you shower twice? Uh, I mean, more realistically, like, like three or four. You shower times. twice a week, and she's licking your butt. Well, no, she's not licking my. I would never let her lick my butt. I mean, I've asked her to, but just to <laughs> see what she would say. I would never let her do that. It's so disgusting. I don't even think it's physically possible to lick my asshole because there's so much hair down there. It looks uh-huh. like freaking. You can get waxed. I'm not gonna get waxed. If I'm gonna get waxed, I'm gonna wax myself. It's funny you mentioned that because I was reading a story about a dude who tried to wax his own ass. Yeah, and he ended up he ended up fusing his ass cheeks together because he didn't do it right. Were like, you that dude? No, I mean oh. uh, CB Gold. Uh, uh, no, he like the wax like because it's hot wax and it's very sticky. It's like he fused his ass cheeks together. He had to like, yeah. go to the hospital or something so they could like get a jackhammer and break that shit up or something. I don't know. What, oh my god, I don't god. know the whole story, but well, I think if you know. This girl's letting you do all this stuff, mm. and she trusts you, and you, you're her first. Maybe you should marry her. I think I am. Dude. I, you know, I've been through a lot of stuff with her. Her family loves me. Uh, her extended family. <laughs> wait, 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 loves wait, wait, me. When, they, when they hear this, are they going to love you? Uh, I'm going to set this uh, episode to private. So nobody. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. And I, I like how I walk in here. And you first noticed that I lost a bunch of weight. Yeah, it appears to. I did the keto diet for about a month and a half. And I went from like 225 pounds to 200 pounds, basically. What's the keto diet? It's like you're eating high-fat food, no carbs, no sugars. And it tricks your body into using your fat cells as energy instead of carbohydrates. Um, I lost a bunch of weight. The only problem is the keto diet, it sucks, dude. You can't have fun on it. You can't eat jack shit. Yeah, these weird diets, I'm not a fan of them, to be honest. You don't eat like straight meat. By itself. And that's yeah. it. Meat, cheese, bacon, and that's it. It's like whenever I go to a restaurant, I go somewhere, it's just very, very depressing. And also, I didn't really have that much energy on it because I'm, I'm a big dude. I like to eat carbohydrates. I like to eat Taco Bell. And, you know, there's no Taco Bell in the keto diet. Just suck, dude. Right, right, right. Well, all right. Since this is a fighting podcast, yeah. uh, and I'm, pretty much, uh, I'm sure we've pretty much lost all the listeners. Yeah. Um, any, you watched the fights last week? Fuck yeah, dude. Um, so apparently, you know, now they're moving all the pay-per-views to ESPN+. Plus. Right. I, don't, I don't know how you feel about that, but I think it's, it's kind of strange. I feel like they're... I, just, I, I honestly feel like the fights should all be free. Every main event in any sport is all free. Why is it? Why are these UFC Well, fights? they got to get paid. I mean, obviously, you know, and the, their business model is working. They sold it for $4.5 billion. Uh, yeah. So obviously, something's working. Yeah. But the fights themselves... I mean, Kelvin Gastelum, oh, man, my heart, I wish you would have won that. Yeah, I wanted him to win so bad, dude, because I love him so much. Yeah, yeah, of course. And uh, I I wanted Dustin to win, too, because I love Dustin Poirier. I feel like he deserved the shot more than anybody else, I mean, besides Tony Ferguson. Well, Tony's going to, they say he needs some kind of treatment before he even fights. Like mental treatment? Yeah, because you hear what was going on, he was convinced there was like... That is, There's like aliens or his, something. His shit. kid was Jesus, and uh-huh. that the, someone put wires, like like some kind of wires in his legs or something, and the FBI, like all kinds of crazy th- uh-huh. stuff. And his wife called the, the cops, and I guess she, she he needs he needs help, uh-huh. you know. Which maybe getting punched in the head right now is not a good idea. But then a couple days later, he posted on Instagram that he was mentally cleared, like they give him mental 
but can you how do you really know that somebody's mentally clear like with that did they check for cte did they do anything i, I like mean that? i mean he posted he's mentally clear, cleared oh, okay. but uh i mean i don't know i don't think that uh you know because look the bottom line is tony ferguson you know as much as i love tony ferguson as a, a fighter uh-huh. and, a, and he seems like a cool guy when i met him nice guy mm-hmm. um you know look we yeah, we all think that he could probably do very well against Khabib. We all want to watch that fight. He's a great fighter. But let's say he does have some serious mental issues, which mm-hmm. it seems like he does. And then he fights again. And then the next day he goes and shoots up a school or some crazy shit goes down. And in his mind, he did that on purpose. I mean, I, he, he was justified for doing that. Mm-hmm. Then it, I would feel guilty as a person going, you know what? I, uh, it seemed like there were all the symptoms were there mm-hmm. on why he shouldn't be able to fight and why he needs to get his mind in the right place. Yeah. And somebody who's having mental breakdowns like that and does not need to get punched in the head. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, if his wife and his kids, if his wife is calling the cops and saying all these things are happening and, his, and she's worried about the safety of herself and her kid, you know, let's just... Give him some time. I mean, this is like something that we're seeing a lot now with all these fighters, especially the older fighters who have been fighting for like, what, 20 plus years. Like, you know, BJ Penn, he's getting, he has a restraining order against him from his wife. Yeah, Matt Hughes. It's, it's all very similar stories, too. So I, I really hope the science behind CTE like, evolves to the point where we can treat it and cure it. Because right now, it's, it's tough seeing a fighter like Justin Gaethje go in there and get his ass beat. Even though he still wins, he's taking some major punishment. Of course. Fights. It's very hard to watch, but at the same time, you know. Well, some guys, I mean, look, Frankie Edgar took so much punishment. You look at him, talk to him, he's he's normal as hell. Mm. It doesn't affect certain guys. But when a guy's wife is calling the cops because allegedly he thinks that the FBI is putting bugs in his legs Mm. and he thinks that his kid's Jesus Christ Mm. and and all kinds of things, maybe it's, you know, fighting isn't the right thing. As talented as he is, Mm -hmm. I mean, the signs are there and he hasn't really hurt anyone yet. Right. Like, out of the cage is what I'm trying to say. So let's, you know. But at the same time, we don't know his full history of mental health. We don't know if he's sort of. No, like, no, like no. And I'm, I'm, being, I'm, being, I'm being cautious. And, yeah. I, and I, I know that fans of him, you know, look, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, look, people have gone through breakdowns before and recovered from them. Yeah. Like, like Anne Hesch was like walking around thinking there were aliens or something. Mm-hmm. And like, then she's, you know, doing fun as an actress, I think. Or people have gone, Robert Downey Jr. was like caught in a little kid's bedroom dressed up as Superman. Right. And yeah, and then went to jail for like drug possession and drug stuff. And now look, he's, he's Iron Man. I mean, yeah. but circle. these guys aren't getting punched in the head for a living. Yeah. Uh, and taking the beatings that they're taking. So, you know, I, I, w- I would err on the... I mean, look, look, look what happened with Chris Benoit, you know, who, the Canadian crippler who killed his family and every, all himself and all these people. I mean, if you could have prevent that from happening, like, wouldn't you have? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not, you know, it, it's a false equivalency and I know people are going to be like, well, you can't. But let's just say that the signs are there, the things aren't right. Mm-hmm. Let's really let the doctors, you know, do their just. Anyway. So back to uh, Gaslam Adesanya. How did you score that fight? Because I was, I was a fight. I was on a date with my girlfriend. I had to watch a fight. It's on my phone, like, you know, streaming that. Yeah. And every time I would, like, glance at my phone to watch it, Kelvin was winning all the exchanges. He was, like, looking very dominant. So I didn't really get to analyze the full fight. But did you have... I had it even going into the the fifth. Yeah, that's the fifth round. And then he and then he got killed going into the fifth. Yeah, that's probably what did it. Because I was I was watching. I was like, no, Kelvin. Yeah, yeah. I think if he would have won that fifth round, he wins that fight. Yeah. But it wasn't just that he lost that fifth round. It was the way he lost it. Mm -hmm. It was the fact that it was almost stopped. It was the fact that it was so close. Yeah. You know, let's try calling him right now. Actually. It's not there. Yeah. Yeah. That That was a good try though. Uh. So. Um. But that was crazy. Uh, we what do you over- think about Izzy, though? What do you think about him as a fighter? Do you think he's, good, he's ready for the title? Do you think he's the future? Do you think he's going to move up and fight John Jones? I don't think that will I think he'll get murked by John Jones. He, well, it's just a, such a big size difference. And I just think that the fight with Anderson Silva was so close. Mm-hmm. The fight with Kelvin is so close. I mean, aside from Gustafson, have we ever seen John Jones in a, cl- in a close fight? I mean, except for maybe the Cormier fights, which were kind of close, but mm-hmm. not, it's not the second one. He knocked him out. Mm-hmm. So... I just think John's too big, and you know we haven't seen any holes in Jones's game. Any, Mm-mm. he's almost like the perfect fighter yep. in the octagon. Yeah, uh, there's plenty of holes in Israel's game. 
I mean, for a guy who's like this elite K1 level kickboxer, Gastelum was getting to him a lot mm-hmm. and winning a lot of the exchanges on the yeah. feet. And Gastelum is a good boxer, but is not at that level of a kickboxer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took him down a bunch of times. Um, he couldn't hold him down. But, his, you know, so I think, I think, I think Gastelum's at the wrong weight class. I think, I, I think he's a down. 170. Yeah, he's a 170 pounder. You see, next to him, I'm as big as him. I'm bigger than him. <laughs> like, I'm bigger than him. That's crazy, dude. And I'm, I'm 175. I walk around at 175. 178. I walked up. I'm waiting today at 178. Okay. So I'm 178 and I'm bigger than Gastelum. You know, Gastelum just likes to eat. Yeah, it's tough, man. And I understand. Yeah, great. But at a certain point, there's weight classes for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like if you want to be get, getting paid in the seven figures, you got to really, you know, put some work in. You got to go on <sighs> keto. You got to put down the tortillas, you know. It's tough. I understand, man. I gave up keto after a month. I couldn't take it. I like food too Well, much. I mean, I remember when he was working with Mike Dolce, he said he could make 155 if he wanted to. Right. Uh, now, granted, you know, a lot of times these guys with these, like, gasoline builds, they, they cut weight, but they get these, like, they end up looking like bodybuilders almost. Mm. And they end up, like, Johnny Hendricks, when he had a six-pack, looked the worst he's ever looked. It's, wow. like, it's like he lost that, like, old man drunk gut strength you know like he lost that pop yeah so he would have to figure out a way to do it in a way where he doesn't lose kind of what makes him special Mm -hmm. but his hand speed's insane his boxing's insane i thought his wrestling was great i still think it's great he just didn't i heard he hadn't attempted a takedown in three years i I don't (laughs) i was i don't understand where that's going He's a black belt under Eddie Bravo. I don't think you get that very easily. No. But, I mean, there are a lot of guys out there that are, are black belts under Eddie Bravo that don't seem to use their jiu-jitsu. I mean, Alan Jabon's another one. Yeah. Alan Jabon's like an Eddie Bravo black belt, right? He's brown a brown belt. belt, I think, yeah. I mean, we've never seen him on the ground, ever. Mm-hmm. And he's really good on the ground. He's good. He's legit, dude. Yeah. Did you have him winning that fight? I had him winning that fight. Me too. Uh, but I think that that guy fought, like, the worst style for Alan. You know, he, it's like a counter striker who moves backwards. Yeah. It's like the worst matchup for Allen. Allen is a super, super smart and technical fighter. So that's why people were saying, like, why isn't he engaging? He knows Dwight Grant's style. He knows. But he also likes just mixing it up, too. Yeah, he likes to go brawl. And if a guy will mix it up with him, and then he just, it's just like, I understand why Allen was frustrated. Mm, I do, too. Uh, I love you, Allen. But fuck the crowd for booing. I mean, how many wars has Allen been in? Yeah. And you guys are going to boo him? Yeah. And he's the one applying the pressure. Mm-hmm. And Alan's a night. Nice, I went to first of all. The first time I met Alan was I go to this Legends gym, and we're wrestling outside. Like the octagon was in the street, basically. Wow. Like it was on like, and it was a gym where like Connor was there, Mac Danzig was there, uh, Dan Hardy was there. You would just see just random like fighters would show up, you know. And Alan was there, and uh, Rampage would be in there Damn, randomly. Dude. Uh, Matt Harwich would be there. So Mayhem, me and Alan start wrestling. And I, Alan never wrestled before. Like I was like throwing him on his head, you wow. know. But he would probably kill me now. Yeah. Like he's stronger and bigger and better. Mm-hmm. But he had no wrestling, none. And to see him from going from like zero wrestling to being the kind of fighter he is, is so inspiring. Yeah. Then I walked into the gym in Burbank, 10th Planet, and... He walks in, he's teaching a kid's class, and he goes, who wants some shorts? And he just gave away, like, all these shorts to the kids and shirts. And it wasn't like, he's just like, he had extra stuff, he's just giving it there. Then I'm like, I'll take some. So I have, like, Alan Dubon's fight shorts. Like, wow, he's dude. just a nice dude. Yeah. He's a really good guy, and he's loyal to his wife. Talk about a guy that can get pussy. Bro. I mean... He doesn't, every, have to, he doesn't have to try at all, dude, dude. Every girl, like, he shows up, Women aren't even sweating. It's, it's just wet in the gym. Yeah. It's just puddles yeah. of, of women. Yeah. And he's the most loyal guy and to his wife, who's a beautiful woman. I, I see why he's loyal. He's a great father. Mm-hmm. And, he's a, and he's a humble dude. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's in acting class. Like he doesn't rely on like, oh, I got it. I'm a good actor. Look at me. Mm-hmm. You never know he was a Versace model. 
Like, Allen's a good dude. You never would have known he's a UFC fighter. No, dude. never talks about it. Like, uh, all props to Allen. But man. I'm also very happy that he didn't really take any damage in this fight because he's uh, coming yeah. off two massive, like, foot injuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. And so I'm glad that he didn't really take much damage. He came out still looking like a model, still looking good. And you think he can go back within a month or two to go back and fight. Yeah, I mean, I, with him, I, I would say, you know, he's in a tough situation because he's probably in the, the bottom half of the top 20. Yeah. So... I don't want him to be like in gatekeeper status. At the same time, like I would like to, they're gonna probably put him in like action fights, yeah. which is what they should do. They should put him against guys like a Paul Felder. Yeah. Although they might, but like the Mike Perry's of the world, like someone's gonna be fun. Like him and Max Griffin would be a good fight. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, good card though. Good card. So yesterday, Jordan Burroughs. Who I don't know if you know who he is. Wrestler, Wrest- Olympian, gold medalist. Yep. Like I mean, he's like the, probably the most famous wrestler in the U.S. right now. The goat? So, no, not the goat, um, but great. Okay. You know, just a great, great wrestler, Black and guy. just like kind of a rock star yeah. of wrestling in the world. So he says, "I want to do MMA. I want to do one MMA fight." Right. So Chael Sonnen goes, "I'll fight you, fifty grand. Let's do it." And then he says, uh, "I make more than that wrestling. Add another zero, and uh, let's talk." Okay, first of all, they're not going to give you $500,000 <laughs> to fight. As much as like, people would want to see it, it's like, it kind of annoys me that, that whole thing, how that kind of went down. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want a May fight, you want a money, mm-hmm. is what you're trying to say. Yeah. And Chael Sonnen would be a great fight for you. He's almost 40 years old. I, he, you match up, you would just take him down. In wrestling, he doesn't hold a candle to you. He's not that great at submissions. I mean, he's good, but he's not great. Mm-hmm. He's not like, I mean, he's, like, he's a black belt, but he's not, or he's good, but he's not like, uh, you know, Jacare or something. And, he, and his power, he's not known for his power. I don't think he's ever even knocked anyone out. He has power, but he's not like, so that's a good match. I need a name. So for you to be like, Jordan Burroughs, with all due respect, for you to be like, no, I'm only doing it for 500 grand, bro, you haven't proved yourself in the MMA world. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin Jackson was a gold medalist wrestler. Uh, amazing wrestler, and he lost, I think, in a minute and a half to Frank Shamrock or Ken Shamrock. One of them beat him in a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. And this is back in the day when they still wore wrestling shoes in the in the octagon, and like no one knew what they were doing. But just because you're an amazing wrestler, I mean, Sarah McMahon was a silver medalist wrestler. She wasn't getting five hundred thousand dollars to come out. I mean, Ronda Rousey was a was a Olympian. She wasn't getting half a million dollars her first fight in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of an Olympian that would... I, I get it. I understand. What, I mean, Kurt Angle wouldn't get that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know. It's like, it's sort of a little bit uh, disappointing mm-hmm. that you're going to say, I want to fight, and then Chael Sutton says, steps up, and then you say, no, I want half a million dollars. It's like he's just in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And it's very, it's very, very a dangerous sport to be in if you're in it for the wrong reasons because you're risking so much of your physical, mental. But it's also, also you don't want to fight. Yeah. You want money is what you want. Mm-hmm. And if you want to fight, there's a lot of guys out there that will fight you. Mm-hmm. They'll line up. I mean, it's hard. I mean, you obviously have the advantage in wrestling, but who knows how good your striking is. Mm-hmm. Who, your submission skills, a lot of guys... Well, just, you know, Gary Tonin would probably wait for you to take him down and then mm-hmm. submit you somehow. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he wouldn't, but I don't know. It just was like a little bit disappointing. And I like Jordan Burroughs a he's lot. A, he's a wrestling match against Ben Askren, right? Yes. That's crazy. Yeah, and he's, he's predicted to win. Everyone's saying he's going to win. He probably is going to win, right? Do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, look. Uh, I'm, I'm going to videotape this. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of people think that you know, Jordan Burrow is going to run through Ben Askren in wrestling. But uh-huh. Ben Askren has not lost in a wrestling match. He's lost one match in the last, since the Olympics. Wow. Uh, he lost to like one guy that was incredible. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so Jordan Burroughs is younger, faster, stronger. But Ben Askren is a winner. Yeah. And he's also got that, that weird Khabib strength, yeah. that gorilla strength. Yeah. And I think he could pull it off. If he wins... I mean, forget about it. Uh, you'll never hear the end of it. Wow. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited to watch it. Are you nervous that it's before his fight with Jorge Masvidal? Are you worried that he might get injured or something? Might break you know, I thought of that, but then people are saying that he doesn't train really spar anyway. 
Really? Like, Askren does wrestling as part of his, like, main training. That's all anyway. he does. <laughs> That's so funny. So Askren doesn't give a fuck, dude. If you listen to Jorge on Joe's podcast, yeah. he his podcast, like, yesterday or some shit, Jorge fucking hates Ben Askren, dude. Like, hates him. So, and Jorge doesn't like to talk shit at all. He was like, no, no, no. Jorge's, Jorge was on, I, when I was on the podcast with, uh, in my hotel room with Kevin Lee, Colby Covington, uh-huh. and Dean Thomas, and me, and we did it in my hotel room, and Masvidal came and hung out in the back. Didn't even like he just listened. Like mm-hmm. he, well, like hey, you want to be on the show? He's like, nah. Such a good dude. Yeah, if he, he, if he beats Ben, he's gonna be a fucking star, dude. Well, I mean, he's fought a lot tougher guys than Askren. Mm-hmm. Uh, Askren is really Robbie Lawler is the toughest guy. He fought a couple guys in Bellator, but in one FC wasn't elite competition. Mm-hmm. I mean, he beat guys that were ranked like forty and fifty, mm-hmm. and Masvidal, you know, is younger. And more well-rounded mm-hmm. than Askren, it's just a matter of pressure. Yeah. And he knows what Askren's going to do. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go for a flying go-go platter off the off the bat. Yeah. So we're calling Derek Brunson, who hopefully will pick up the the, the phone against. Uh, he's fighting Elias the Aduro. Hello. Hello. We're talking to Derek Brunson, a guy who's ranked number eight in the world right now, from Wilmington, North Carolina. Derek, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. So are you living in Fort Lauderdale right now? No, I'm just out here training. I uh, still live in North Carolina. Are you training over at uh, American Top Team? No, uh, I'm training with Henry Hoof and the rest of those guys at uh, Hard Knocks 365. Oh, yeah. So it was like formerly the uh, Black Zillions, right? Yeah. How come you moved from Jackson's? It's just an easier trip for me. Uh, I live in North Carolina. This is on the East Coast, so I have the kids and the family back at home. So if I need to get home, it's like a you know a quick flight. So uh, this is just a little easier to get here. Nice. I'm actually I'm, I'm going to be uh, this weekend in uh, Florida, Friday and Saturday at the Boca Black Box Theater in Boca Raton. Are you uh, coming? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I might. They got some fights. No, that's next weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably come. Yeah, I'll probably come check it out. Oh, that'll be awesome. That'll be awesome. Now, you're fighting Elias Theodoro, May 4th, UFC fight night. Elias is one of those guys that's so hard to look good against. He's like this strange fighter that just puts awkward pressure on you. Uh, <laughs> is, is it hard to train for a guy like that? Nah, it's not really hard to train for anybody, you know, because I'm one of the guys that come out here and just put it on people, you know. So it's just a matter of just growing, you know, showing some martial arts, you know, just being a better fighter each and every time I go out. So I'm looking to showcase that and still keep my finishing ways. Now, if you lose, you're losing to a ring boy, a guy that dresses up as a ring girl for Invicta. Like, will you lose all credibility at, like, the barbershop? Like, will it be hard? (laughs) If if you walk in to like you know to get your hair done, everyone's like, "Dude, what happened?" Yeah, it, it might be heading along those lines. <laughs> lose all credibility. Yeah, you can't you can't lose to this guy. Um, I like Elias, but um, now is this the first guy you're fighting that's better looking than you? Because normally you're better looking than your opponents. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends. It depends what you want, you know. <laughs> um, I think if, if a female likes black guys, she might like me. If she likes white guys, she might like him. So, yeah, you know, it's a good point. and def- definitely give them the better, better looking, you know? These are all, these are all very good points. Uh, now, dude, I'm obviously a big fan. We, we, we hung out in South Carolina. That was, that was awesome. Uh, when I did that show in Myrtle Beach, you drove like an hour to see me. So thank you for that. That was, that was pretty rad. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, a guy you fought, Israel, like that dude is... Um, that was a rough night for you. Uh, watching the Kelvin Gastelum fight, do you see what you could have done better? Uh, I know what I could have done better after the fight, you know. It's just a matter of preparation. Um, I've been training like the last two years at my gym in Wilmington, and I just don't have enough body. So I get in a fight, you know, with guys who, you know, really want it. You know, they're like, hey, I'm coming after this guy. You know, I want his spot. You know, I want to take what he's achieved. So, that's why I started coming, you know, out this way. You know, it's a lot of guys that's hungry. When when I come in the gym, everybody's like, oh, this is Derek Brunson. Let me, let me get some of him, you know. So they give me their best. So fight time come, you know, I'm going to be 100% ready. Oh, 100%. Now, were you surprised how good Kelvin did against him? 
Was I surprised? Ah, uh, no, I really wasn't surprised. I didn't watch the fight. I didn't watch the fight. I saw the highlights and read like uh, some of the commentary on the fight. Uh, seems like it was. Seems like it was a good back and forth fight. You know, both guys had their moments. Well, Kelvin had him in the fourth with a head kick, and he, if he would have just stood there and knocked him out, or he would have won. I think he would have won. But he said he went for a takedown, and then kind of let him off the hook. So many times that happens. It's so frustrating to watch. Yeah, I think I saw the highlight. Uh, yeah, he was just punching, and then he dove in for a takedown. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those things that was like, oh, God, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, uh, he probably thought he, you know, a lot of guys in their head are like, okay, I get this guy to the ground, I'll finish him. Yeah. You know, I get this guy to the ground, I'll put punches on him. But that was probably his moment, his thinking, you know. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it seems logical, but, you know, you never know what's going on in his head or how he saw the fight, you know. He might think, you know, maybe I should have kept punching because I lost anyway. But <laughs> let's say he would have won the fifth round. Then he probably would have been like, yeah, I'm glad I did, you know, shoot in and try to take him down. Now, I still think that you're the dark horse of the division. I honestly think on a good day or on, when, you, when, you, when you're on your game, you could beat anybody in the UFC, for real, honestly. Um, because you, you, you have all the components. Like you have the wrestling, you have the striking, you have the stamina, you have everything. But then sometimes you go out there and it's like a hockey fight. You're like, I'm just going to stand there and throw as many punches as I can and not move my head and see how many I can take. Like y- your coaches must have wanted to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you were saying that, I was thinking like, oh, yeah, when I'm not being a dumbass. So, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's you got to make good decisions out there. It's the UFC. Everybody's tough. Everybody's really sharp. You know, you just can't just run everybody over or try to like just steamroll people and thinking they're going to fold under pressure. You, you know, it's going to be really easy. You got to be, you know, a little bit more calculated. So that's one of the things that I'm working on. You know, that we're going to showcase in the upcoming fights. But that could have been the game plan, right? Like, I mean, when, like because it was working for a little bit. Like when you knocked out Ed Herman, you knocked out Sam Alvey, uh, Ron Canero, Uriah Hall. It was like, just like, all right, I'm going to go. And then you ran into Robert Whitaker, who was a little more slick. Like, when you, before that Whitaker fight, was your corner like, okay, just go in there and just start like Wiley Coyote, fucking throw as many punches as you can in 30 seconds? Nah. It was just, that's one of the things when it, it's like, ah, you know, we probably want to tone it down a little bit, but if it's working, you know, that's why you need, like, I have my coaches from back at home who kind of like, beginning their coaching, you know, so they were kind of like, yeah, it's working, you know, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I'm sure if I was at Jackson's or if I was out here, they would be like, hey, 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 you know, it's going to get caught. It's going to catch up to you eventually. You know, you're going to get caught doing this. You know, you got to slow it down. You got to be more technical. So, so just some of the adjustments we're making. Well, I'm, I'm looking at your thing, right? So like the last two fights you got, you got knocked out by Jacare and Israel. Before that, you knocked out Machida, knocked out Dan Kelly. Then uh, Silva, you, I, you totally got fucked in that fight. You won that fight. Whitaker, you got knocked out. The last five guys before that, you knocked out. But you're, you're a, aren't you, aren't you an all-American wrestler? Yeah, I'm an all-American wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean D, you were like D1 or D2? Division 2. D2 all-American. Did you, um, are, are we going to see wrestling in this fight? I can't tell you my game plan. Come on, Come tell on. us everything. I'm going to call your show and tell you my game plan. <laughs> you never know. You know, you got to watch the fight. That's what makes it so intriguing and exciting. Now, why don't you go a loser shaves their head? Because that would f- totally fuck up Elias. If you tell him loser shaves their head after the fight. I mean, like, you know how WWE, they used to have, like, Brutus the Barber Beefcake would be in the ring, like, shaving the guy's head. Maybe, like, in the actual cage, loser shaves their head. Yeah, yeah that'd be funny. You know, I hate to see the guy with, with no hair, you know. Yeah, who's cool. fighting his hair? I'll just be like, all right, the moral all right. Line. All right. I, I can see you're like in uh, fight mode. And uh, now, uh, how's it going with like how, how many uh, kids do you have, by the way? How many? I have two boys, two girls. Oh, you got four kids, all with the same girl? No, man, I'm not with the same girl. You asked a lot of personal questions, here, man. What's going on? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm just, I'm just trying to relate to you, man. I have a new daughter. She's eight months how many, old. How many kids you have? I have one kid. I got a little eight month old daughter. Oh, so you not you're not a frequent shooter. I, I can I can take it. <laughs> right, you right. got lucky. You got, I got lucky, man. Okay, you don't look like the type of guy that like 
practice safety, like pull it out and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I pull out of town. I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm out of here <laughs> later. Uh, lose my yeah. number. No, I'm, I'm kidding. So, uh, but no, so you have four kids. I know Rashad has 12 kids. Um, so how many, is it just like when you guys are at the Henry Hoops gym, is it just massive kids? Every, is it like one big daycare center? Nah, my kids, see, my kids are back home in North Carolina, you know? Right, right. That's why I don't have to head home, you know, on the weekends, call in, FaceTime, constantly text, hey, what's going on? What are you doing? God. So my, my daughters are older, so my sons are younger, so. How, how, how old is your son? How old are my son? Yeah. Uh, six months and three, and my daughters are 11 and 12. Wow, six months. I have an eight-month-old. Are you sleeping at all? Or is your wife sleeping? Are you girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta have some pattern, man. You gotta get them under a good pattern. How many times? How many? How many naps per day? Hey, naps per day? Uh, I'm I'm not counting naps. It's a daycare <laughs> at the um, grandma's house. Ah, see, that's I don't have a grandma. That's the why well, I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like it's just, I it's me. I'm a full time dad during the day, seven a.m. to seven p.m. and then I do stand up comedy at night. It, yeah, I, do what this. Just uh, do some comedy to your kid. Put him right to sleep. <laughs> wow. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Or, or I, could, I could show him your last fight and be like, see how he's sleeping? Um, there, so, there it is. <laughs> hey, see, I had to get you because I was trying to catch me on the night. <laughs> of course, man. Of course. I, I noticed that you've been off Twitter a little bit. Uh, you haven't been tweeting as much. Is that, a, is that a, on purpose? More focused? No, I've just been so busy, man. I, yeah, I mean, I'm focused... I mean, I go to training and I come back and I'm tired, so I'm ready to just sit down, chill, relax. Um, I've been putting a lot of training on, staying really busy. You know, I had a gym back at home, I have training here, the kiddos, you know, in between like recovering and stuff like that, just a little time. Are you training with Usman? Uh, no, he's not in right now. He just had a little, he just finished, you know, a, a good fight, you know, I think he's banged up his knee a little bit, so he's recovering with that. But it's a lot of good guys out here. You know, some guys you might know, and some guys people won't even know that's, you know, probably going to be in the UFC or in big shows um, so, coming up. So it's you, Tall Steve, uh, Chandler. Is Chandler there? Yeah, Chandler's here. Uh, who else? It's a lot of guys, man. It's a lot of guys. I, say, I mean, I don't know, man. I just don't. Co- I don't. I don't collect names of the guys, but it's a lot of guys, man. It's probably like fifteen guys that fight in the UFC. Probably like ten guys in Bellator. Like five to six people that fight in one FC. So it's wow. a lot of training partners. When you look left, look right. That's awesome. Now cardio. Elias has amazing cardio. Um, are we? Are we? Are we running ten miles a day? Eight miles a day? No, uh, jump roping like crazy. How do we get cardio? Because I have to get my cardio up. What would what would you recommend? What would I recommend? Yeah, doing some cardio. That's it. Simple as that. Do some cardio, man. Stay out the weights, man. You're not getting any stronger. Your muscles aren't getting bigger. So yeah, do some cardio. Run your elliptical or something. Nice. Right. Now, are you having sex before you before your fight or now? Whoa, 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 yo. My girlfriend is back in North Carolina. I'm in Florida, so no. Ah, oh, that sucks. It's we just out here training. That's it. That's good. Women weaken legs. All right. Now you're fighting in Canada. Uh, you're gonna be the people are gonna boo you. Uh, they're gonna be mad at you. Are you? Uh, I don't know, bro. I think a lot of people have been sending me messages. They they like they like me. They really like me. So they're like, yo, beat this Canadian up. I'm like, hold on, you're Canadian. So I'm like, dang. <laughs> You don't like this guy? What's going on? So I heard from a lot of people like, hey, man, we're pulling for you. We're going to be in Ottawa. So. It's a co-main event. It's Al Iaquinta versus Donald Cerrone. That's the main event. You versus Elias. <laughs> Cub Swanson versus Shane Burgos. Uh, Walt Harris on the card. I like Walt. He's a good dude. Um, yeah, it's a good card. C.R. Baduzara. I like him. He's, he's with you, right? Oh, yeah, C.R. Yeah, that's my buddy. He's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I like that guy, but he's like the craziest person I've met in my life. Yeah, CR's a cool dude, man. A really cool dude. Yeah, he's talking to him on a regular basis. Yeah, he's fighting Nordine Talib. I hung out with him in Mayhem one night. He made Mayhem look normal. That's uh, that's how freaking nuts he is. Um, Who's that? Uh, Sear. I hung out with him and Mayhem Miller one night, oh. and he made Mayhem look look normal. That's how crazy Sear is. Uh, 
Sears, he's next level. He's next level. Uh, nice. But I, I'm excited, though. I'm going to see you this, this Friday and Saturday. I'll get you in free. No problem. The Black Box yeah. Theater in Boca Raton. I got you covered. Afterwards, we'll go to a uh, strip club. We'll go to, um, what's the one uh, uh, in, in, in Miami? Tootsies. We'll go to Tootsies. Uh, so I got, I got you taken care of. Uh, I am kidding. We're not going to Not going to Tussies. So uh, listen, good luck, man. Keep up the good work. All right, appreciate it. All right, take care. Bye. All right, that was Derek Brunson. Awesome. I like that guy. I like him too. He's a fun fighter to watch. Yeah, yeah. Talk shit, but yeah, yeah. You know, had a little hiccup his last fight, but I think I'm sure he's gonna be. I'm I'm almost positive he's gonna beat Elias. It's gonna be. I, everyone says that though. It's yeah. a, is he? You never I'll, know with Elias. That's so cool. awkward to fight. Yeah. But uh, Elias is not that easy to hurt either. He never gets hurt. Mm-hmm. When is that fight? What card? Uh, I just said it. Uh, May 4th. May 4th. Okay. It's coming up. Coming up fast. Right now we got uh, Overeem versus Oleksinik. O- o- yes, that is the best. The best ever. And then Jacques Ray versus Hermans- Hermanson. Yeah. Man, whatever the fuck yeah, that guy just beat Dave Branch. Yep. Very fast, very fast submission. Very and o- Overeem should beat that guy. That guy's like 80 years old. Yep. But he might hit him with that, that choke again. He's either 80 or he's 22. We don't know. Yeah, the he's Ezekiel coach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ezekiel. Is he from Dagestan? I think he's just Russian. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he's from specifically Dagestan, but he's from some part of Russia. So what do you got coming up? Go follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at the Ween Dog. Uh, I'm bringing back the Paranormal Hour. I'm going to open up uh, a Patreon or a, what's the other one called? Uh, or the other one that we discussed at the beginning of the episode. I might do Rockfin, Rockfin. Rockfin. I'm going to yeah. do one of those. I'm going to release the uh, Ween Dog's uh, No Big Deal MMA show on that feed. Yes. And then my primary feed will be Paranormal Hour, and it's going to be lit. Thank you all for listening. To that and follow me on Instagram. Well, thank you. Uh, this Friday and Saturday, I will be at the Boca, Boca Black Box Theater in Boca Raton, Florida. Uh, this Friday and Saturday, come see me. This Sunday night, I'm in Long Beach at the Long Beach Laugh Factory. Um, and then, uh, as far as dates come up, uh, but although also, by the way, people, um, yeah, like you said, go to rockfin.com forward slash Adam Hunter, $10 a month. I'm going to put video every day of the week, a new video every day. Um, I'm at the Laugh Factory in Long Beach this Sunday night. I'm in uh, Chihalis, Washington at the Riverside Golf Country Club, April 27th. Tommy T's, Rancho Cordova, May 2nd. Uh, the Clubhouse in uh, Placentia, California, May 14th. Gotham Comedy Club, May 16th. Westside Comedy Club, May 17th and 18th. Ventura Harmony Club, May 23rd to the 26th. Uh, Comedy Cave in Calgary, June 11th to the 16th. Uh, Minnesota House of Comedy, end of June. And then July 4th weekend, Fight Weekend, Stratosphere in Las Vegas. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Wean Dog. Thanks, Derek Brunson. Take care. Bye bye. Tuni sons to hook them door pot land. Tada stolt and door pot a borrow.